I'm oh, so gosh. excited. I'm ner- I didn't look at the, Ali, I didn't look at the question. <laughs> That's okay. You don't have to. Oh my goodness. Hey, Queen. You're listening to the official Hype Girl podcast with me as your host, Aaliyah Jade. I'm a girl obsessed with hyping people up. And let's be honest, life can be tough, but girlfriends are tougher. And when you forget just how amazing you are, I'll be right here to remind you. Not only will I give you energy, I'm going to keep it real while we fight those intermediate girls with tips, tricks, and tools to get out of your own way. Let's navigate this crazy world together, go after the lives we want, and find all of the rainbows through life's thunderstorms. If you're ready for some real talk and a whole lot of hype, then let's freaking go! I am so excited for this episode. I got to sit down with Jessica Clark, an entrepreneur who I met through the podcasting course that helped me launch the official Hype Girl podcast. And she happens to also work with the same company I work with. In this episode, we talked about confidence, what it really means to be confident, how to make decisions confidently, starting before you're ready, and having the confidence to know that you're enough. I want to apologize in advance. About 10-15 minutes into this interview, my computer's cooling fan starts working really hard and continues throughout the entire episode. You know I'm a noob and still learning how to be a podcaster, so don't let that deter you from finishing the episode. I had so much fun getting to know Jess, and I think you're really going to love her too. So without further ado, let's dive into it. So I don't know if you have like an introduction that you want me to use or say or anything, but... Um, yeah, I thought about that, but I don't, I feel like even when I was making my intro for the podcast, my podcast, I didn't feel like I had like, you know how people are like, I've made six, yeah. six <laughs> figure businesses. Like I don't have that. So I know I'm, I'm just Jess, an entrepreneur working on her confidence, which is, and I shouldn't say Jess, I'm Jess and I am yeah. an entrepreneur who wants to work on her confidence more. I don't feel like I have any special titles, but that's okay. Yeah. We're all just swinging it out here. So. <laughs> but I love that. It. Let's go ahead and just go ahead and get started with like a rapid fire icebreaker oh, questions. <laughs> These are always so like cringy to me sometimes, but I love hearing other people's answers. So we're just going to do it. So yeah. pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm I'm a huge waffle person. I feel like I get waffles whenever I go to get breakfast. It's like, I'll have the waffles. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are you more of a concert person or a sporting event? kind of person concert yeah what's your favorite like who's your favorite artist right now who's my favorite artist right now i have always been a taylor fan and i should have no shame in that wait say, me? say that again it froze oh, no. on me i said taylor swift and i shouldn't have any shame in that no you shouldn't <laughs> t swizzle's awesome i actually have not listened to her recently in like the last couple of years, I think the last album I listened to was Red. Um, but oh. I love her artistry, like in the way that she writes. She's amazing. She's really cool. She is. All right, uh, sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm not that. I'm not early morning. No. <laughs> Me neither. I Me. Mean, I, I like. I, sometimes I go on walks with my dog, and I'll get there an, in time for the sunrise. Most times the sun is already up, but it's. Regardless, the sky is just so beautiful to me. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, summer or winter? Summer. Same. I'm not a fan of the cold. I love blankets, but I hate the cold. Um, okay, and then I just kind of want you to describe yourself. I know this one I'm going to put you on the spot for. Is just describe yourself in five words just so that the audience kind of gets a better feel of who you are. I didn't give you one word. I gave you five. So Five, five words. Okay. I am happy 
fun. Is it supposed to be a sentence or is it supposed to be five words? Five, whatever you want, either way. Okay. I would say fun, happy, focused, loving, and open. I love that. I'm curious to know, like, what your Enneagram number is. I, well, I feel like it changes. So I was a three, I thought, but then COVID hit and I became a two. What is it? So now I'm a two. <laughs> well, so when you're a three, you're probably like a three wing two. And I'm, I'm the same mm-hmm. way. I'm a three wing two. And so I have tendencies to be in both. But when you're stressed out or when like things happen in your life, like you will navigate towards different numbers. So when I'm stressed, I'm more of an eight which is Ooh, wild. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was, I was just curious. <laughs> okay. So I kind of want to open up the show and I'm going to ask this to all of the guests that come on here is just to kind of make you a little bit more human and talking about things that are going on in your life in terms of like a thunderstorm and a rainbow, because we all have things going on in our lives that are hard, like be, like doing life is hard, <laughs> but, um, and we always try to find like the positive throughout life. And so I kind of just wanted you to talk about something that you are currently going through or just recently experienced, um, kind of like a good thing and a bad thing in a sense of like a thunderstorm and a rainbow okay so in the perspective of a thunderstorm I recently just moved home after living abroad for a year so my husband took a job in Barbados um, just before the pandemic and the ideal situation was that I was going to go back and forth that I'd be able Mm -hmm. to have my life with him in Barbados but I'd also be able to have my life at home and obviously with COVID that didn't happen so we moved down there full-time packed our cats up and was like I guess we're moving to Barbados and it sounds like a dream. Um, everybody always says that must've been so amazing, but it was really lonely and really isolating. Mm. And it was the darkest year probably of my life, despite the sunshine every day. And don't get me <laughs> wrong, beautiful. It was really, really dark. And that was a, a thunderstorm in my life. Um, as for the rainbow of it and the rainbow in general of my life was that I got to be with my husband though. And I got to have that experience and be able to spend that time together. And we ha- got our we had our two cats there. We got a dog, which is also a rainbow <laughs> piece to it. And just got to ha- have that beautiful time with my family, despite the dark days, despite having to cry a lot. Yeah. It was nice to still be together. Yeah. Now I'm curious. I should have asked you cats or dogs, but it sounds like you would have said both. <laughs> I, I really don't know. People have asked that because everyone keeps saying, like, I can't believe you got a dog. Like, you are not a dog person. And I'm like, you're right. I'm not a dog person. I am team cats all the way. But, like, I love <laughs> that I have a companion to go for a walk with. Yes. So it's a, hard, it's a hard one. I think I'm team cat still, though. <laughs> I love that. Okay, well, let's just go ahead and jump in on the topic for today, talking about confidence. And I'm so excited to talk about this because this is something everyone can like relate to whether they're struggling with it or they think like they're the most confident person in the world there's always like room for growth and so I just want to know like would you classify yourself like as a confident person that oh uh, ooh, <laughs> uh. I want I really want to say yes because I think that that's who I want to be but I have struggled with it for a long time so no, I don't think I am a confident person. And that comes from really going through high school and university and being really confident and being Mm -hmm. the outgoing person. But noticing now in my older years, I'm an introvert who needs that time at home. And that really hit hard through COVID too. I enjoyed my time at home, but I really isolated myself and that made my confidence take a hit. So I feel like I'm starting over. I used to be really confident, had all the things that I felt I should have had. Yeah. That word should, 
but I'm, I feel like I'm starting over in my confidence. Yeah. I, I would say it's so funny because like you answer that confidently and the fact that you're not as confident. <laughs> I love that. And, and everybody always says that too. They always say, what? You struggle with your confidence? And it's just the way I am, can put it out there. I also have a bachelor's in public relations. So I come from a background of communications. I yeah. can, I can, you know, do it, but I don't always have it on the inside. No, I feel that. I relate because I just being the personality that I am and being as outgoing, like I will go and walk up to a stranger and, you know, ask them, well, not ask for the number. I'm not that confident. <laughs> <laughs> but like if my friend needed like an extra pack of ketchup, I'll go to the front like desk or whatever and ask them or whatever. That's who I am. But at the same time, I struggle with my own confidence too. And so I'm kind of curious, what do you think kind of like confidence means? What does it embody? Like, how do you know if you're confident or you're like lacking confidence? Is there like a, a tall tale sign? I think there is. I think confidence is truly just feeling yourself in, I don't want to say every situation, but in most situations, there's going to be times that you feel uncomfortable, even when you're confident. But if you can go into a situation and be like, this is me, you can like me or you don't, that's okay. I'm okay with it. That's confidence. That's the way that I feel like we should all be living because we know we can't make everyone happy. Right. So if only we can walk into things with that mindset that I'm just me and that's a good thing. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I, I like how you said you will be uncomfortable in situations, but you can still have that confidence. Because I think a lot of times we mesh the two um, and being like insecure is like, well, that's kind of that uncomfortable feeling. But at the same time, it's like, well, no, I am confident in what I'm doing. It's just it's not as always it's not always a good feeling, you know? Yeah. A great point to that, too, Aliyah, is to say, like, are we that confident right now starting a podcast or being on a podcast or having this conversation? Not Maybe not, <laughs> but we know it's the right thing and the right direction to be going in. Yeah. And just really just getting it out there and just starting and just doing it regardless. Um, mm -hmm. Speaking of podcasts, Jess, tell me more about your podcast coming up. I'm so excited. I am so excited and so anxious and so all of the feelings in my stomach, like all the time. But what comes with that is that my podcast is all about, it's called Selfish Confidence. So it's like self-ish, like eh, we're trying to figure it out on the way and we're going to figure it out together. And that's why I was so adamant on starting it now and not waiting till I said I was ready. I've waited long enough that it's like, just do it already. And it's all about coming along with me on that journey as we really discover our confidence again and feel good about what we're doing and how we're showing up in our life. And, and, and showing up is the really big piece of it. And that's why I'm going to show up to really show you and to show people that it's important to show up for your life in a way that is meaningful to you. Yeah. And someone right now, I feel like someone right now listening to this is struggling with making a decision just like you starting this mm -hmm. podcast or starting something, um, whether it's like a big decision in their life, their gut is like telling them like, I think you should do this, like leaning towards one way, but they have a mixed signal between their heart and their head. What advice would you kind of give that person right now? The advice that I would give them is to sit down with that feeling that they have in their stomach, whatever it is that they're like itching and the intuition that they have, they're like, I'm supposed to do this, or I'm supposed to, you know, take this new job or leave this relationship or whatever that feeling is that you're really struggling with and you don't have confidence to attack, to sit down and to feel it, 
oh, as much as feelings suck, I hate feelings, but you really got to feel it and figure out what it's telling you and make a plan from there. And like, you can't just go into it and be like, ah, I'll quit my job when I'm ready. Like, just try to figure it out a little and talk to yourself. Journaling has been huge for me. I've been doing five minutes a day every day. And the things that I've discovered in the last couple of weeks, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that was in there. Huh? Um, so that really helps me to navigate what the next step is supposed to be by figuring out how I'm feeling first. And you're speaking to my Capricorn heart right now. I Feelings <laughs> suck. Like, I 100% oh. agree with that. <laughs> I actually tried to avoid feelings as much as possible. Um, but journaling, I've, I've heard that that has really helped a lot of people. That's something I've tried to get into, but I've never stuck with it. So do you have any, like, I guess it's more of like a habit that you're building, Um but are there any like tricks into someone who wants to get into journaling and they say like, oh, I've tried it before, but I fell off. I guess it's kind of similar to like fitness, but how would you kind mm -hmm. of suggest that they get into it and stay consistent with it? The thing that I've been doing, so I've always wanted to be consistent with this, with journaling and meditation in particular, which is something that I've always pushed on the back burner. For me, fitness and nutrition isn't that hard anymore. I have such a good solid routine around it. It's these other mindset things that I really struggle to put into place because it's really easy to say, I'll just do that tomorrow. I don't need to do meditation. I'll just journal tomorrow. It's not a big deal. Um, but what I've been doing is setting timers. Hmm. So I'll be like, Hey, she might hear me. Hey, Alexa, set a timer for five minutes. And then I literally start writing five minutes. That's it. And then I do the same for my meditation. I do 10 minutes. So timers have been really helpful. And the other thing that I'm going to say, which might come off a little tough love, but it's just do it. If you really want to start journaling, it's one thing to be like, oh, I wish I could do that. It's another thing to pick up the dang pen and write <laughs> yeah. for five minutes, right? So set, set, put it in your schedule, set the timer and just do it. Or maybe it's the first thing you do or the last thing you do in your day and just make it a part of that routine. Habit stacking is really cool too, where, where you could be like, well, right after I brush my teeth, I always do my five minutes of journaling so that you can kind of put those habits together. So then it solidifies it to be something you can stick with longer. Uh, yes, I one ten thousand percent cosign. I actually built a habit of flossing um, for for September. I was like, you know what? I've got to get better at my dental hygiene, and I'm gonna start flossing right after I brush my teeth. And now it's something that I do every day. It's I have it stacked it that way. But those are really good, um, like just suggestions of how to build that. Because I've, like I said, I've been that person who's like, I really want to journal and I'll journal for like two, three days in a row. And the next day is like, oh, I don't have time. But I, you know, I think we all have time for five minutes. Um, is it more of just like a brain dump that you do or is it something that you are specifically focusing on when you're journaling? What kind of comes about when you are like sitting down and putting pen to paper? There is a couple different things that I do. So one, if I really have nothing in my tank and I'm like, I don't know what to write about today, I will Google journal prompts and maybe just put a little question down. Like maybe, uh, what was one thing you learned today? Or how are you feeling about this? And ask myself specific questions and then write from there. But sometimes like this week, we've been going through some where we really want to move out of this house. And we've been, we put an offer on a house and I was trying to navigate some feelings about that. And so I would just ask myself, what do I like about this house? Do I really want to live there? And I would write about that. So if there's something specific, maybe it's a relationship you have or a situation at work that you had, write specifically that question down. Like, you know, how did I feel about how Sally talked to me at work? And really write all of those feelings that you have down because when you can make it really specific, you can navigate it a little more. 
or just free write. If you really feel, you know, creative or you're just like, let's see what comes out today. Set the timer and just write. And you could start with like, my cat threw up. <laughs> this Then I picked it up and then see where the story goes from there. Because that's my real life. I literally just did that. So... <laughs> And so when we're talking about confidence and you like, let's say from that example of someone is trying to toy between a a decision they have to make and they're going to sit down and write in their journal and something and kind of figuring out the confidence, building up that confidence to make a decision. What would be, um, I guess, how do you, how do you use journaling in terms to build up a comp, build up your confidence? So I can think about that, too, in the physical sense where, you know, in the body positive movement, writing out the things that you love about your body. So let's start with thinking about, oh, well, you know, I'd really like to feel better about myself. And maybe I do want to get into health and fitness, but I'm just not there yet. What can I do first? You could write out, I love my body. Why? And then really Mm. start to build your confidence there. And if you don't believe what you wrote or you can't you don't have anything to write, you can make it up. Because that's how you want to feel. You can also shift the journaling to be kind of like a manifestation almost. Like, this is how I want to feel. This is where I want to be. So let's write it until we freaking believe it. And the same thing, too, with your confidence in in all aspects. If you're like me and you kind of struggle with your confidence or you don't always feel your best in certain situations or you put on an outfit and you just are like, oh, cringe. Like, (laughs) I don't look good in this. I can't look good in this. This color is not for me. Then write it out. Maybe it's a dress you really wanted to wear, but you just don't have that confidence yet to pull it off. Let's journal about it. And that might sound like such a silly thing to do, but seriously, let's, what do you like about this dress? Why do you feel like it doesn't fit you or you don't look good in it? And where can we shift that through journaling, through meditation to have a better, more confident mindset? Yeah. And that's such a huge part of like personal development or self-awareness, really, truly sitting, like you said, with your feelings and figuring it out. What are the beliefs that you already have about yourself, your body, your relationships, all these things, and just putting it on paper and figuring out where you want that to go, how you want that to look better and just going after uh, the life that you want. And and like you said, like manifestation in a sense of if you're not feeling it right now, write how you want to feel in the future and just go for it, you know? So I love that. So tell me about the year of confidence that you're doing on your Instagram. You're making these reels. I love it. But I want to know, like, what is it? How did it come about? Like, what's the inspiration behind it? Oh, the year of confidence. Um, Yeah, I've been feeling that name in my head for a while. And it was something that while I was living in Barbados, I felt like it was a task that I needed to take. I had to go all in because I was feeling so low. I was like, well, I got to do something. I got to start somewhere. And I easily pushed it off for months. It's like, well, I can't do it now. I'm in Barbados and I can't do it. I'm moving home. And now I'm home. Well, we're going to take some time off. So I can't do it now. And then I finally just said, F it. Like October 1st, we have to start. We need to do this. So I'm on day 13. And what it is, is that I have this vision of where I want to be next year. And the only way to get there is to take action and Unfortunately, that means showing up every day. And I think a year we are like instant gratification people. So it's like, let's do 30 days. No, (laughs) we need we need a year. We need more time for this. It's not something that we can fix overnight. So I'm creating monthly daily tasks. So every day right now I'm doing five minutes of meditation, 10 minutes of meditation, an hour of personal development and I think I'm missing. Oh, I'm doing no alcohol right now because numbing was also something that I just noticed um, 
not just with alcohol, but just with all aspects, scrolling on social media, numbing out with Netflix, these things that I've been doing for the last year that have really crushed my confidence needs to go. They just need to go. And I can limit, you know, scrolling on social media and I can limit, um, watching Netflix, but alcohol, it just feels like one of those things. It's just like, it's gotta go. It has no purpose in my life. It's not helping me at all. It's not building my confidence at all. We all think a little liquid courage is going to help. It really doesn't. Yeah. And so that had to go. So those are the things for this month. And I want to build on that. So it's also going to help with getting out of my comfort zone, like starting a podcast. It's going to build me to the point where I can take on different tasks, maybe volunteering. I have a lot of social anxiety. So maybe volunteering at a local shelter where I can meet people and talk to people daily. Um, Maybe it's even just going to a party and being able to feel and be myself. I need to put myself in these uncomfortable situations for the next year, which, oh, again, feelings does not, I don't like it, (laughs) but that's how we grow. We have to be uncomfortable to grow. And I was like, well, let's just do it. So right now I'm on day 13 and I've kind of felt like with the year of confidence, I might be holding back a little bit. So it's only a couple weeks and I'm like, oh, I'm not doing enough. I'm not growing enough, but consistently compounding like today in my journaling, it got deep and I was like, oh, two weeks. Okay. (laughs) Maybe this is working or maybe this is doing something and I don't have to do more. So remember too, when it comes to taking action and doing a project like this, it's okay to start small. And even if you feel like it's not working, just keep going because it's going to, it's going to compound into something. I love that. And two quotes came to mind while you were talking, just like action breeds confidence. And so just starting Mm -hmm. before you're ready and taking that action. And then also nothing grows in the comfort zone, being uncomfortable. And it's really a true testament to like who you are as a person and how much you want to grow for you saying like, I need to put myself in uncomfortable situations if I want to be here in a year. So I think that is awesome. What are you kind of expecting the outcome to be? I know you said you want to be somewhere different in a year from now. What does that kind of look like? The big vision that I have, and it might sound really small for someone, especially someone who's an extrovert, but I want to be as comfortable at a party or in person at anything, even just going through the drive-thru. Like you said, you can go and get the extra packet of ketchup. My social anxiety will not let me do that. I need my husband to do that for me sometimes. (laughs) And To be able to do that would be huge, but I want to be as comfortable in public as I am sitting on the couch at home in my PJs. When I go out, I just want to be me. And I want people to feel that and to see that because I am a gift and you are too. And that's something that the world needs to see. And if we keep letting social anxiety win, if we keep letting holding back and COVID win, then unfortunately we're never going to get to that spot. And sometimes it takes a year to get there, but I'm going to be there next year. I'm not going to be sitting here how I'm feeling right now. Wow. Wow. Got me right in the feels. You are a (laughs) gift, man. Wow. Thank you, Jess. (laughs) I know there's someone listening right now who's struggling with the confidence in terms of not knowing if they are enough in a way. Um, what, What would you say to that person right now? I think it's really easy for us to tell that person that they are a gift and to tell them that they are so special but unfortunately that doesn't always work. Yeah. So they really need to lean in. If they're not feeling like they're enough or they're not feeling like they're valued, one, they need to put themselves in a situation that makes them feel valued. So if you're not feeling valued at work, we got to change something up. We got to change that up so that you go to work feeling like the gift you are to that presence, like every single day, because you are, if you're not feeling valued in your relationships at home, that needs to change too. 
And it's going to be freaking uncomfortable to have those conversations and to make that shift. But that's the most important one. The second one is personal development. And I'm assuming if you're listening to a podcast like this, you're already into it. So kudos to you. I am so freaking proud of you. But you got to be working on yourself really hard because you need to see that. And we like personally, if you're a person like me who works better on like, oh, but, you know, my husband needs me, so I will do this because he needs me. It's not often something that I can do for myself. So if you're like that, too, I would say shift it into the perspective of I need to shine my light because the world needs me. Just needs me to shine my light. So put me in it. Like, please show up because I need you. I need you to be the beautiful person that you are. And if that's easier for you, if not, if you're a person who can like just do it for themselves, then I am so freaking proud of you. You're already a step ahead of me. Um, but try to put it into those perspectives, find that value in yourself, put that value in the places that you are the most, and then do the personal development to get there. I feel like that kind of ties into your podcast, selfish confidence and making sure you are focusing in on that self aspect, because a lot of times with, if you are an Enneagram too, you're the helper, you want to go help people. Um, and sometimes you almost feel like you have to help someone and like put all mm-hmm. of your desires or dreams or tasks for the day to the side and help them out. Um, and that can be very limiting to your own self-confidence of like, well, I can't get anything done. Let's say, let's say you have a, a husband that is like always asking you to do things or whatnot. And like, you are willing, like you want to help them and you're putting your personal tasks or your job on the side. If you're like working from home or something to help them, then you come back to your job and you feel like, I, I didn't get anything done. Like, I feel like I'm not making any progress. I feel like a failure. Like, I'm not good enough. I can't do what all these other people are doing. And so I think it's awesome that you are bringing it to the standpoint of, like, you got to work on yourself first, whatever that entails. And setting time, like, five minutes to journal or ten minutes of meditation. Um, and I love that you do an hour of personal okay. development a day minimum just so that way – you are working on yourself. And I think sometimes within the personal development world, we kind of get into this habit of like, okay, I'm going to turn on a podcast today and not paying attention to what it is that we actually really need to work on specifically in our lives. And we're just listening to a podcast just to listen to a podcast. Um, so I guess kind of like with that, do you, have you found that happen for yourself? Cause I know if I've, I've fallen into that trap of like, oh yeah, I'm doing personal development, but then not understanding like, Am I actually developing me personally? Yeah, I would definitely agree. I'm like that too. I'll, if it's not like the only thing I'm listening to, I remember I was listening to the book, Think Like a Monk, which is a great book um, by Jay Shetty. And I remember saying to my husband, like, oh, like I can't focus on this book. I can't be doing multiple things at once. I, I, it has to be the only thing I'm focusing on. And he's like, Jess, that's the whole point. The book is literally called Think Like a Monk. Like you need to, that needs to be the only thing you're doing focus on it and learn from it. So one thing that I've been doing is doing physical books and I, I've never been a strong reader, um, but having a physical book and it not being an audio or not being something I'm listening to while I'm in the tub or driving, you know, to my appointments or anything, it has to be a physical book because it's the only thing I can be doing. I can't have my phone on at the same time. I have to be like underlining and reading my book. So uh, that's what I've been doing. And it's really helped me. I've done the same thing this month. I specifically was like, you know what? I love podcasts. I love listening to things. 
but I need to focus on one thing. And whether that is specifically in my business development, my leadership development, if that is working on self-doubt, whatever it is, like I need to be focused on that one thing for every single day for I don't know how many days, however long it takes to finish the book, um, rather than just listening to things while I'm doing something else, because it can easily go through one ear and out the other. Mm -hmm. Another thing we did too is I started up a little mini virtual book club. So a few of us will read a book together and it's always a personal development book. And then we chat about it every other week. And so then that helps us kind of solidify some of the content too, because I have to talk about it. I have to know a little bit about the book to actually go to this book club. Um, And so if you have a friend that you can reach out to and be like, oh, let's read this book together, actually make the time to talk about it because I find it sinks in a little bit more. Yeah, and everyone always has a different viewpoint or they caught something that you didn't um, or they just share something like you could read the same thing and have the same thoughts, but the way that they present it may light something else new inside of you. And so uh, my team actually used to do a book club um, for leadership development and it was it was awesome to come together. We come like Tuesday mornings before we start our work days and uh, it was just really good and it lit, lit me up for the whole day. I'd have so much energy no matter what the topic was. Um, and it was, it's a good time. And I think that accountability factor really does help you if you're starting something new or if you are personally developing and just having someone to check in with, um, to just solidify that. Before we wrap up and with the last two questions, I just want to ask you, Jess, if there's anything else that you wanted to share with the audience today about confidence or about starting before you're ready, um, if there were any more like tips and tricks and tools or advice that you'd want to share. Yeah, I think the biggest piece of confidence, like you said, confidence comes from taking action and you need to take that action before you're ready. Because if you're struggling with your confidence, you're never going to be ready. Like you're, you will never feel ready. You will never be at the point that you're like, let's do this. I am so confident in who I am. Like if, if you've gotten to the point where you're so confident in who you are that you don't need to take action anymore, like good for you, you go girl. But there needs to be a point where you're just like, I'm not ready. I'm going to do it anyway. And if that's the case, just write out what those goals are. And like I said earlier, it's really important that, that it doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to be like a long list with everything that you need to show up, working out an hour a day and eating only vegetables and all of these things. You do not need to be doing that for your confidence. Start small, start with one thing that you can do every day. And once you got that habit, let's add another one on and like just really focus on what it is that you want and start there. Don't overcomplicate it, but you got to start. I love that. Okay. So I'm going to ask you two questions that I'm going to ask every guest on this show and you just get to be the guinea pig with being the first guest. So the first question is, and you kind of touched on this, but I want to speak specifically to the person who was feeling down that may be going through a thunderstorm themselves. Um, Like what is one piece of advice you'd like to give, or maybe even just like a quote you really like that lifts you up when you are feeling down? I would say if you're feeling down and you're going through a thunderstorm, find one thing from the day that you're grateful for. Literally one thing. It could be that your shoes fit. It could be that, you know, you put on your shirt and it was your favorite color or that you had grapes in the fridge. Whatever it is, find that one thing and really hyper focus on that. And then once you find another thing, you can hyper focus on that. Like really dial into the one thing about your day that made you feel good despite the thunderstorm around you and try to keep compounding on it. 
Wow, that gratitude. That's okay. Thank you. Because I'm going to steal that and start using that when I have a bad day. Um, and then the last question is I'm going to be starting a hype girl pod or podcast, a hype girl playlist for everyone to um, dance around to because I often find that if I'm not feeling good and in order to hype myself up, movement is a huge part of my life with network marketing, being in the fitness world, all of that. But also, dancing is just a good time. I love music, love concerts. And so I'm starting a playlist specifically for the listeners here and so I just want to know what's your favorite song right now currently to dance to because I know there's millions of songs out there right now Ooh. right now I mean it can be an oldie too I mean just like something that you really like to dance to I was going to say, well, Taylor Swift, duh, Shake It Off. That is a good dance jam. It is. Oh, my goodness. I, I love that song. <laughs> Bring me back to my high school days, actually. Yeah. But let the people know. Thank you so much, Jess, for being here. But let the people know where they can find you on social media. Let them know about your podcast. Let them know where they can uh, reach you. Oh, this was so much fun. Thank you so much. So you can find me on Instagram at Jess, J-E-S-S, dot clerk. Um, you can also find me at the podcast at Selfish Confidence Podcast, um, and that will be coming out next week. So it'll be the Selfish Confidence Podcast. You'll be able to search that on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you stream your podcast. And I am so excited. And you can look out because Aaliyah's coming on mine next week. Yes, let's go. Thank you so much for being here, Jess. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, let me know by leaving a review or better yet, share it on your Instagram story and tag me so I can personally thank my new bestie. And while we're at it, let's go ahead and set up a date for next time. How does Monday sound? <laughs> Perfect. I'll see you then, girl. Bye.